Guys, I want to turn your attention as we get this day started. Yeah. Wow, this sounds official. It does. I want to turn your attention to... pretty serious for something just a few days before Christmas. Our gift to you, our gift to everyone who listens, is on our website, murphysamandjody.com. A couple of things, Uh, actually. Make it, take it gift ideas. Those yeah. are those are great ideas. They're good. They're easy. There are new and different ones this year you can try. Yeah, and you can bake. You can you know get your hands dirty, or you can just throw stuff together like snack mixes and things like that. Well, um, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to say I know that uh-huh. I was I wasn't really trying to dog on the bacon crackers that Sam made the other day. Yeah, but I yeah, figured it but... out. I figured out the the reason it's because there's if they're served hot or warm. They're unbelievable. I think it's like you know. I just don't know that they're the kind of thing that should be served at room temperature. Mm. Does it? Did the TikTok say it should be served that way? (laughs) No, just the TikTok. (laughs) The TikTok. The TikTok video. Just like the Snapchat said to uh, remove it from the oven, cool, and eat. Yeah. Yeah. So eat right away. Uh, I was going to say, so if you really want to, if you want to impress somebody with those, man, they are happy when they're warm like that. You know, I can go add another asterisk on the website if you want. No. Murphy warm. says, yeah. best con- served warm. It's a conversation starter sort of food, or it's yeah. a good make-it-take-it. Sausage yeah. Bay, cheddar, um, so- cheddar Bay sausage balls on there, Sam's firecrackers, um, my snack mix, no-bake energy bites, all that kind of stuff. There's even stuff that's not food. Yeah. There's a couple of little things like bath salts, and the, there's a... Um, Scrub. A scrub, a lip scrub. Lip I love that. Yeah. Okay, so if you yeah, want to make cool stuff. Ideas. my other Our other gift to you on the website, I'm really proud of this one this year. In fact, Murphy, you're going to be happy. I'm going to make two of these. Our 12 dips of Christmas. Okay? I love Which the Which ones dips. are you making? I'm planning to make the hot crab dip. Mm-hmm. I have to go shopping Real crab today. or K-R-A-B? Real crab. Okay. That's, yeah. If you make a hot, beautiful crab dip and it's K-R-A-B, man, my family would kick me out. Well, look, my mother used to saute that in butter and serve it on noodles. So it's a, stranger things have happened. Yeah, it's true. What was it called? Uh, I don't know. Crab noodles. <laughs> Crab with a K with noodles. A K. Well, yeah. I see one to add to next year's list. I was also thinking about making the out-of-this-world corn dip. Yeah. I like corn, corn dip. That's a good. really good one. You've made that one before. Long I think. time ago. Yeah. It's been too long. So there's, don't forget also there is the Little Debbie, Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes dip there this year. We're proud of that one. Um, and one more gift to you is Santa Claus tomorrow morning. Santa! Oh, my God! Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at 620, and next, Sam is the food dude. I'll let you know what happens when you put steak, bacon, and cheese on the same sandwich. Mm. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Powered by Nitsa. Got a lot of nummy nums to tell you about today. Uh, Sonic is introducing a steak and bacon grilled cheese sandwich. He's going to have steak. grilled steak, grilled mm. onions, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce, mayo, Two slices of Texas toast layered with melty American cheese. Good grief. Man, be you, more specific. You can also get a spicy version, which is going to have zesty cheese sauce and jalapenos. See, this is the kind of stuff that just pops up to ruin my diet. Yeah. All the oh, time. Right. Got another one for you. Burger King's launching the Mexican original chicken sandwich. Oh. Yeah. The original? Well, they're called... Okay. It's just a name. Ah. It's, it's their Mexican chicken sandwich. Okay. Uh, ghost pepper cheese, crispy fried jalapenos on a sesame bun with a chicken breast. I just have to say that a spicy chicken sandwich is hard to beat. Yeah. If you can handle spice. I know neither of you can. Hey, I get the spicy from Popeye's. Murphy doesn't. Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. 
I uh, like. Do you uh, need some help from under the bus? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like buffalo chicken. Oh, okay. All right. Papa John's introducing new Oreo cookie Papa Bites. This is where they have little Oreo crumbled oh. Oreos rolled in the dough, and then they throw them in the oven, and they put some. This is the kind of thing Murphy wouldn't it. be able to resist when ordering, yeah. because you know you always have to order you know more, especially dessert when you order pizza. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you know, that? I mean, like so it's like the little brownies thing with the, the Domino's does the little two cookie mix, you know, brownie thing. Mm-hmm. You ever gotten those, Sam? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. They're good. These look good too. They do. Uh, so that's Papa John's. Papa Murphy says. Says, yeah, I got one too. New meatballs and marinara. You get ten meatballs and the marinara sauce topped with mozzarella cheese. Okay, take and bake. If you got know it. what I mean? I know. Or you know the Oreo uh, gluten freeze, the, the gluten free Oreos that came out. I didn't know them. I didn't know there were. Oh, well, you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, you should pay attention to the food, dude, because he I covered it. I try to. It's um, so much. They're pretty good. I tried them when they came out. Uh, not I that see. I need them. But now they're going to come out with Oreo gluten-free mint cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. They can go and, on and that'll forever. that'll be a permanent addition, not just a temporary Look, thing. Look, I've, I've had some really good gluten-free cookies before, you know? Hey, it's a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All he heard was the last word. Uh, so, but Mrs. Butterworth's got a new syrup for us. Cinnabon flavored. Ooh, that sounds good. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And if you have not, and I'm going to keep saying this one, the Fruity, Fruity Pebbles syrup, I think it's the other one, the other brand. Try it. It's delicious. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Ulta. Tom Brady cannot get away from answering questions about his personal life. And I guess that's one of the prices that you pay when you become a very public celebrity type person. Tom, it's Sam from Murphy, Sam and Jody. Um, Are you uh, regretting now your decision to go back and play football? (laughs) I'm sure he probably thinks about that more than we would care. Are you kidding? I mean, I feel bad. It's what he's living in. Yeah. I had this conversation with some friends the other day, and it's kind of like you don't want to go out like this. You want to go out where you were. You want to go he was out where do. he should have gone out. He'll, he'll still be the goat, even if he decides after uh, this year, I'm going to can't. There could be other know? goats in the future. Well, yeah. I know there's another goat uh, in the running. Don't even. Okay. <laughs> I want to say this. Tom Brady, he did ad- address something super personal on the Let's Go podcast earlier this week that he does every week. He was asked, how are you going to handle Christmas? Because it's different. You know, you're divorced now. And he says, I'm going to learn how to deal with Christmas Eve in a hotel. I'm going to have to learn how to deal with Christmas and Christmas night and still go out there and be a professional. He's playing the game. Yeah. But he also said, it's a new experience I've never had before, and I'm going to learn how to deal with it. Uh, and, you know, that's the correct answer. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing. And, you know, he's probably more worried about what's going on in the field. And he is going to be with Giselle and the kids, like, when he gets done with that. So just a late Christmas, like a lot of families do. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your favorite Christmas song. What is it? We'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Brandon, you're next. Keep it coming. We'd love to hear from you and about your favorite Christmas song. 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. What's yours, Brandon? My favorite Christmas song, personally, is Deck the Halls, just because it's so cheery and upbeat to it me. Is. Yeah, yeah, it However, is. However, my mom does have a different one, though. Yes. My mom's favorite is The Little Drummer Boy, just because of the story and moral behind it. He didn't have nothing to give, so he used his talents. Yes, yeah. yes. That's a good lesson. Total lesson. Yes, yes. Good reminder there. Do Go you ahead. have a favorite artist for Deck the Hall? Or halls. <laughs> I'm a band geek and a band nerd, so I love the instrumentals more or less. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. And your mom? Is there a favorite for Little Drummer? There's not. I did let her listen to the one with uh, Carrie Underwood and her son, and yeah. she loved it. Of yeah. course. Of course. <laughs> 
I guess we're lucky that song the wasn't the little trumpet boy, huh? <laughs> it would be very different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's annoying. Tell him to be quiet. Brandon, thank you for calling. Thank you for having me. All you right. guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You too. You too Brandon. Thanks so you much. You introduced us to that one at Music News, Sam, I think. Carrie Underwood or something? Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. precious. It's fresh. Yeah. And by the way, going back to Deck the Halls or Deck the Hall, the Nat King Cole version is Deck the Hall, singular. And then the rest of them are Deck the Halls. Now, oh, really? Yeah. Does he sing Deck the Hall or Deck the I know the I title think... is Deck the Hall, but does he sing Hall I don't know. or Halls? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it's only like a minute and a half it's long. A it's short, b- short, It's happy. over before you know it. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Oh, there's that halls. Yep. Okay. We'll see. visual. I've read the title, and it sticks in my brain, my visual brain. Yeah. Deck the halls, Matt. And thank you, Brandon. We like to hear about your favorite Christmas song, the one that... Is you know means something to you. You always let it play. You'll sit in your car and let it play. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Speaking of music news, Sam's got that next. Uh, yeah, gonna let you know about Dolly Parton's big secret that she is itching to share with everybody. Sam's music news brought to you by Swiffer Sweeper. Dolly Parton's got a secret and she wants it out. Here you come again. What's that? Oh wait, this is. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a guess. But I didn't say it was a guessing game. Um, she, back when they opened up Dollywood Dreamwore Resort in 2015, uh, yes. they buried a time capsule. And in the time capsule was a song she recorded and put in there so no one can hear it. Where's it buried? On the property. It's somewhere We've on the been property. There. All right, they're going to say that it's out there by the. Uh, people so- showing up with shovels, huh? The little area where the s'mores. They do this. Yeah, once. you're cutting into music news here. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be open on the resort's 30th anniversary in 2045. But oh. Dolly said this week, I can't wait because I, it's a good song. She put a good. She said, the Oh, song really? She yeah. put in there is a good song, and she thinks everybody needs to hear it. So she says mm-hmm. she's itching to get to it and open it up so everybody can hear the song. Because she said otherwise, when we open it, I'll be 99 if I'm still around. Oh, oh that's so okay. cool. And I think cool. Dolly Parton's the kind of person that's going to be around at 99. That would she be great. Be, yeah. So. <sighs> So we don't. I don't know if she's gonna go dig it up or what, wherever it's located, she knows. Uh, by the s'more pit or whatever. Adele is gonna launch a lingerie line. Oh, cool! Yeah, they will go easy on you. <laughs> Sorry, that was mine. Uh, also, jewelry, perfume, and clothing. She's trademarked the phrase "one, two, free." F R E E. What's free uh, about it? I don't Probably know. Nothing. It's part of the market. Oh, like plan. live free in uh, it. Who knows? That's a tough market mm. to get into. There's a lot of great lingerie already. There is. Underwear is tough to get into. (laughs) Articles of underclothing, watches, luggage, headgear, bags, backpacks, wallets, and key fobs. Wow, it sounds like everything you need for a vacation. (laughs) Or at the merch booth at Caesars Palace. That's right. Uh, And John Mayer has revealed uh, who this song is about. Thought it was Jessica Simpson. Yeah, you would think we that. We all thought huh? that. But John says, out. "I was 21 when I wrote the song. Yeah. I had ne- never met a celebrity yet, uh-huh. so it's about no celebrities." He said, "I wrote the song uh, about when I was 16 and my first girlfriend." Oh, sweet! Oh, yeah. that's cool. So it's not about a, and he didn't give her name. It's not about a famous person. It's just one of the first songs he wrote. He right. said it became a hit right after high school or when he started recording. And yeah. yeah. So, ah, sorry, uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's, not, he, it's not a bummer. He, he should have stuck with the Jessica Simpson story. <laughs> Everybody enjoyed that story. <laughs> it's almost time for big. 
family get-togethers for ho- the holidays. So this many is have already so actually funny. started. You know, it's true. Yeah. But for like our family, yeah. my family, uh, Murph, it's, it's Christmas Eve. And it's a big crowd. It, they're at home making breakfast right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about in our house. I'm talking about at Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Because our company is with us right now. You I know, know what it, I'm saying? I know. We're, like 10 people in the they're, house? They're sleeping in. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, That's okay. Anyway, so how long can we kind of stand it, take it, for a big get-together with family, with relatives? <laughs> they're saying that most people, if you're being really, really honest about between three Three and four hours, and you need a break. That's right. That yeah. seems like about right. Three and four hours of all of that, you know. So wait, hold, help me understand together. this. You mean the classic gathering? Big, um, yeah. Or I mean, if you if you mean like, like, like under our roof right now, after three or four hours of the constant visiting, and we're all in the kitchen together hanging out. You do retreat to your areas. That's when you're like, uh, uh-uh, I have to go out to my office, Jody, <laughs> and you gone, right? Because you naturally... I see you caught on. <laughs> you got to come up with a new plan. Yeah, you natu- yes, that makes sense to me. It's, it's a natural so thing. If companies staying with you, yeah, I, I totally get Self-care. that. Self-care. And we have that really good flow. I mean, for we us, that with ours, it, it's, you know, it flows as it's supposed to. I've never felt but, bad about taking a walk. Like, I'm going to go walk champ, everybody. Oh, no, I don't have any yeah. more room. But what about the get together, like for you know Christmas, where everybody's crammed into one room? It's not necessarily people staying. Three to over. four hours. That's three to four. Three to hours. four hours, and that's about how long it lasts anyway, because yeah. you just naturally need to get away. What do you do? Some people say they've hidden out in residence, like in, in the home. Like they'll just go. I'm going to go upstairs for a second. Like you oh, go yeah. hide out and just get a minute. Go oh, out really? on the porch. Just take a minute for yourself. Yeah, it's natural self protection. I don't know if outside this year is going to be a smart idea, but yeah, um, no. Yeah. And you know what? Staying with family or having family stay with you is it can be stressful. You are ready for it to be over when it's time. You look forward to it. You get in it, and then you're ready for it to be over when it's time. Um, Although most people say it's very important, like we all want to do it. Yeah. Uh, the reasons that it's pro- that it's it's tough: lack of privacy, family getting on your nerves, and number three, differences and drama between family members. Huh. Those are the reasons. I'll go with that- number two. Yeah, I would say, and it's good to see that alcohol's dropped off that list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for us, it has. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, coming to you, Ed. Uh, favorite Christmas song, and why is it so special to you? What is your favorite Christmas song that really speaks to you that you always let it play? 877-310-4MSJ. Tough to pick one. What's yours, Ed? I always thought it was uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And the reason is it combines everything Christmas, but it also combines the Lord. It does. Let's give thanks to the Lord above because Santa Claus comes tonight. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was kind of a good combination to have in a song. Yeah, you're right. See, no one's pointed that out, but it's lovely. And one of the other lines is... uh, if we follow the light. Yes. So there, it's, it's just a, kind of a neat song. You're right. Anyway, that, that, was, that, was my, uh, mm-hmm. that was my favorite. Every time you guys play, you play it quite a bit, so I yes. like it to hear it. Every time it comes on, I enjoy it. Well, doesn't you. care if you're rich or poor, he loves you just the same. Santa Claus knows we're 
all God's children. That makes everything right. So I uh, explained to Phoebe the other day that Gene Autry's the singing cowboy. And yeah. she said, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I've just always been told he's the, he's the singing cowboy. In the cowboy pictures, he used to sing. Oh, in the movies? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like Roy why. Rogers did, too. But okay. he was, I guess, the first or whatever. You know what I like about that song, too, Ed, is the uh, Santa Claus is what yeah. it sounds like he's saying. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's Santa Claus, but I like it's Elvis, Santa Claus. I like Elvis's version of that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, with Gene, it was very easy to hold a guitar and sing and ride a horse at the same time. Yeah, it makes him the singing cowboy. <laughs> it is easy, right? Okay, uh, we also have some voicemails to get to. 877-310-4MSJ. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Yeah, I was just calling about the favorite Christmas song. Um, mine is Ave Maria by Michael Buble. Uh, that song has a special meaning to me because it was actually sang at my grandmother's funeral. Um, that was one of her favorites, and it was just absolutely beautiful. So uh. I pretty much have that on repeat <laughs> for Christmas. So I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Bye. Thank you, Maria, for leaving us the voicemail. Ave Maria. when they sing that at weddings in a nice old church yeah. it's, uh, it just sounds so good echoing off everything yeah right. it's a beautiful song to start with and when somebody's got the voice to go with it i don't know that i've heard michael buble's version before now you have i have yeah. thank you for that coming up next jody's hollywood outsider here's what's trending jody's hollywood outsider brought to you by alta i'm not trying to ruin anybody's christmas here but uh for all the fans <laughs> Especially the ladies who enjoy Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. I've got some news. You solemnly swear to uphold the Constitution of the state of Montana. I've heard that he's doing that voice for for Dutton. It's not that he's just older and sounds that way. He's doing that voice for Dutton. I'm thinking work for Clint Eastwood and Harrison Ford. He does sound like Clint Eastwood. I just heard it. Okay. um, And for the the governor now or something. Yeah. Uh-huh, season five. Yeah. For the record, Kevin Costner is the reason I watch this show. Yes, there is Rip Love and Beth Love and all of the love. But Kevin Rip's last name is Love? No, 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 no. I'm just saying love for oh, Rip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Kevin Costner is the reason I watch this show. I have always been a crazy fan of him, and here he is on a great TV show. Yeah. Well, the word is he's considering a Yellowstone exit. Oh, he is the lead, and he is the one of the executive producers. But um, and it's been popular, and he makes up one point three million per episode because of all of his involvement. Mm. But apparently, it's hurting his family life because oh. he is always on the set. Well, of as the Yellowstone. governor, you're busy constantly. <laughs> it's, right, he added another <laughs> another role. Anyway, um, apparently, his wife is uh, pretty unhappy with the lack of Kevin in her life currently. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You're going to go to Facebook and Instagram and check some of your comments, including one about the 12 dips of Christmas. We love to hear from you the most. So many ways to join us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our Facebook page, Carolyn said regarding the 12 dips of Christmas. These all look great. I wait for this post all year. I have a very simple but delicious one to share. You guys ready for a dip recipe from Carolyn? Yes. Softened cream cheese. Mm-hmm. You have me at that. Garlic powder, chopped green olives. You mix it all up and serve it with crackers. It disappears quickly. That's a three-ingredient mm. dip. And you have me at olives, too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's olives. almost like a borson kind of a... Well, 
right? No, no. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I love Borson. I mean, am, I, am I the only one? Exactly. But it's <laughs> you so, just keep saying it, okay? <laughs> Murphy always has something weird to say. Well, I'm just saying it. <laughs> I think because isn't really Borson like cream cheese and then various? I don't know. Talk to you, the Borson people. And I don't you think get the you get the three pack. You know, it's, it's some sort of soft. Cr- Creamy cheese. I wouldn't call it cream cheese. I would <laughs> Okay. I don't think the Borson people would appreciate it, but I don't know. All right, moving on to other Facebook comments. I posted the picture of the Meyer lemons that we were gifted the other day from our cousins who gave us the lemons from their backyard tree, which yeah. I think that is my that is my favorite kind of gift. It's all you you know, you don't know what to give people. Give what you have. It's beautiful. And I'm using them. I've got lemon water right now. You know it's what lemon it is in it? Meyer lemons. One has been sitting in the kitchen here for three days. That's a new lemon every day. I'm bringing new lemon every morning, and I slice and I put in my water, and that's what it is. It's bothering Sam. Is it a Borson lemon? Because it's not. (laughs) He didn't put it there in the kitchen, so it's bothering him. Oh, I don't care. You want to leave it there? That's fine. It's just an open lemon. I use it all day. There for two days. No, it's not. It's a new lemon every day. Okay. I slice it in the morning and squeeze it. Okay. Okay. She turns that lemon into lemonade. (laughs) Carla says, I think it's a great gift. Someone has put years of work and care into their lemon tree and decided that you were special enough to share with them. Thoughtful gifts are the best gifts. I'm going to tell you, I can speak for my grandfather when I say it is not easy to grow citrus. It just isn't. He he tried. and, And actually, that's what's really weird because they're orange trees. Were very bitter and tasted like lemons. It was kind and of, you told them that, didn't no, you? No, no, they told that's us. What you do, you know, it makes this better. <laughs> Thank you, Carolyn and Carla. Keep it coming, Instagram and Facebook. Three things you need to know today. Number one, apparently we have to dip into federal stockpiles for more flu shots because the season has already been crazy. Hmm. And hospitals and doctor's offices are overrun with flu patients. And we know that there's been a shortage in meds and certain pharmacies across the country are limiting the amount of pain relievers and fever reducers you can get for children because of flu at this time. Number two, hundreds of flights already canceled because of these... Winter storms across the country. You heard what the National Weather Service is calling one of them. Well, it's they I'm made sorry. Up another word. Bomb cyclone affecting parts of the Midwest, the East, the South. Once in a generation type event is what they're calling it. But here's what we know: some major airports, two of Chicago's, have scrapped 250 flights. Wow. Denver's canceled 100 and still counting. Didn't we have one of these once in a lifetime storms a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, according to the Weather Channel. When I was a kid, they were called snowstorms and blizzards, not uh, bomb take cycle. It up with the National Weather okay. Service, okay, Grinch? And number three, record champagne sales Woo! right now. Yeah, apparently champagne is inflation-proof. <laughs> the recession can't stop it. Champagne makers in France are celebrating record sales. Uh, more than $6 billion worth of bubbly has been sold. Is getting ready for good stuff or the $5 bottles? $5 I mean, bottles. all of it. Oh. it. All of it. And wine sales are up across the world mm. as well as we all celebrate Christmas and New Year's. Three things for you to know today. We were sharing earlier, um, I don't know, in the season about Lego sets and why they are so expensive. Because they're so well made and they last forever and the materials, the companies have, there's so much. Like I read a whole like well, and, long article about why they're so expensive. Well, and there's I think pressure about the type of plastic that they're using. They're going to have to change all sorts of things. Yeah, right. They're having to spend some money on their own research because they are going to have to change the kind of how they make their very bread and butter. 
you know. Why? Because it's not biodegradable or something? Mm-hmm. I think it's so, yeah. It's not eco-friendly. Yeah, maybe they ought to do like Lego gummies. You can stack them together and then Gross. when you don't, they when you don't. probably have those in some <laughs> special candy store somewhere. Yeah. Anyhow, anyhow, the word is, I bring up the Legos because the word is in the toy industry, if you look at the numbers, you know who's buying toys? Not just parents and not just Santa. We know he makes toys, and but adults are buying toys for themselves. Oh, yeah. In record numbers. For me and Murphy, it's called flashlights. <laughs> no, I mean toys, though. Yeah. Actual toys. You things to be played with or kept on shelves. Well, Usually the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. That, all the things that wind up getting licensed, that makes sense to me because those things have appeal. Yeah. When I read this story, it made me think of my friend who bought me a holiday Barbie this year. I haven't had a Barbie since I was a little girl. And then I lost my Barbies in the flood. Wait, are, are they talking about just people buying, uh, adults buying that stuff for collecting or adults buying it to play? It depends on the toy. Uh-huh. Because adults are also buying old, older things that are still made, like light brights, and they're playing with them. Just oh. They, they say it's ways to comfort themselves. That makes sense. Adults are buying Lego sets for themselves and putting them together. You know what I got from me this Christmas? What, Sam? You know those little balls, those globes that, that fly, you throw them and they go fly to another person and come back? <laughs> yeah. I guess you don't. <clears throat> no, no, I do. I'm I gave just... them to a couple of the kids last year and they were great. And it's like when you, you give it to them own? and it's like, oh, this is trash. Here you go. And then they start playing with it and it's like, wow, it lives up to the hype. I and want so, one. so you got one? Yeah, so I bought one. I, I need to see what, who, what those he, are. who do you throw it to? Your neighbor? Well, like, can you throw it to me? Suppose I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, it's coming you from you know where. Oh, did you? Yeah, you got the boomerang version? <laughs> Hopefully. To you, yeah. <laughs> I sure hope anyway, so. Anyway, Lego sets, throwbacks like He Man, Light Brights, those things are selling yeah. well because we want to feed our souls. Hey, that makes perfect sense, the comfort part of it. The only one that I would not go back and buy, though, is the Rubik's Cube. It drove me crazy back then. It's frustrating. I can't complete it. <laughs> Although I've got friends that love it. Yes. And it still sells well. It does. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. At 820, Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Murphy, you'll love this. Our youngest let me know what her favorite Christmas tradition is that we do, and it does not cost a cent. What I was trying to say yesterday about um, when Taylor and Phoebe sing on Christmas Eve, Murphy, is that they know they own me with that. It's a really sweet tradition our daughters have, have started. Years ago, they've been singing together on Christmas Eve for the whole family, and it levels me. I am absolute mush when they do it. There have been years where they have not really Uh, been as excited about it. You know that? I think ah, so they were forced to do it. Well, they felt. I think they they feel pressured to do a good job, Mm -hmm. and so when something becomes pressured, it's. I wasn't going to bring that up. Only one year did they show up, and they weren't really ready. So they did something for thirty seconds, and then they walked away. And I was like, I was, I was a little crushed. I'm like, what was that? The contract says you're performing a full song. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of Happy Christmas. No, they. Anyway, look, they like to perform. They sing all the Does time. Papa ever chime in with them? Not with them. He loves to listen to them sing, okay. though. Um, and so they own me with that. You know, they've done Happy Christmas. They've done Hard Candy Christmas. When they were younger, they did all the fun little Christmas songs, and they have one or two planned for this coming Christmas Eve. And I'm excited about it. And they know they own me with it. It's yeah. my favorite. But it's so funny, at that very same Christmas Eve get-together, it's the, my family, it's a lot of kids. There are so many great-grandchildren in this group, I don't even know the number. It's probably 20 by now. And Taylor and Phoebe are the oldest, and there's a lot of kids. And the tradition is anybody, and this is what went out in the mass text, <laughs> any kid, anybody who wants to sing or perform or say a little something, 
can do so. So it's a whole thing. With Taylor and Phoebe or on their no, own? No, no, on their own. On oh, their own. So Taylor it's and a regular Phoebe. variety oh, show. Oh, sweet. Did I, so I guess I wasn't on that text. Yes, you were. Everybody was. You just ignored it. Oh, you have a song you've been working on? <laughs> no, I just didn't see a text inviting everybody to perform. You it know? did. No, no, no. It was with, when we're talking about all the food at the end later. It was like, and by the way, any you know, we're going to start at this time. Papa wants to say a little th- something, and then anybody who wants to, it's it's kind of implied that it's the kids. Yeah, so yeah. You can any other sing. kids chime in that they yeah, want to sing now? Some of them do, and it's oh. really sweet. And Phoebe told me she thinks that's her favorite. What a great Christmas tradition, she said, that anybody can just kind of get up and sing and share something. And yeah. she's I'll, right. Yeah, that's beautiful. It, it is. is beautiful, and it doesn't cost a thing. And I just, you know, if you want to work on something, Murphy, you are welcome to do <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Ulta. Guys know who Jason Momoa is. He's Dothraki. He's the exact spot that Volko gave me my first swimming lesson. And Aquaman. Yeah. I, cho- I like him as the Dothraki. It's not Dothraki. It was the name of the people. Oh, uh, whatever. He was called Drogo. Yeah. Get it right, Game Cal of Thrones. Drogo. Oh, has he it's been uh, fired Drogo. too? Fired from what? DC. Oh, I no. That's not what this is about. Absolutely not. I have not heard that. He's divorced from Lisa Bonet. We know that. And they have two children together. And the word is they keep it so cordial and lovely. He showed up with a big tree and put up the tree with them the other night. With one hand. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he's even close with Lisa Bonet's ex-husband, Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. On Instagram earlier this year, he called Lenny his ride or die. Oh. Isn't that- Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder know, what Lenny thinks. I didn't know that dudes thought that. Lenny loves him. Oh. Man, that's quite the combo right there. Those two. <laughs> Lisa Bonet. I also have a, a Kardashians story about oh. some Christmas stuff they've done. This makes me so This happy. is kind of nice. Chris, Kim, and Chloe um, all stopped by Alexandria House in L.A., which is a nonprofit traditional housing setup for women and children who yeah. are transitioning from like emergency shelters into you know a new life they showed up with decorations and trees and a full christmas meal mm. and gifts and the moms all got makeovers not sure if that's going to be on the show yeah. but it's lovely that they did it because they certainly can afford it murphy i am about to tell you a story that is going to make you shudder Oh, I thought you were about to say something else, but okay. What is, what is the story that's going to make me shudder? Um, okay, my, my son, my oldest son, Sammy, is um, he's cooking a meal for his in-laws uh, next week. Okay, nice. A holiday meal, and he's using sausage that he used to cook a meal uh, at Thanksgiving. <laughs> wait, 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 it's already been cooked once? No, 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 no. He, he only used some of the sausage. At Thanksgiving for the meal he cooked. And so now he's got the rest of the sausage to use in this meal next week. Didn't, doesn't so, he know it should have been thrown away by now? Well, no. I said, so you, it was in the freezer, right? And he goes, yeah. no, it's been in the fridge. Hmm. But but I did take it out of the wrap pack and put it in a Ziploc. And I was like, so it's been in the fridge for a month. It's meat that's been in the fridge for a month. Opened, yeah. And you're going to eat this. And he's like, yes, LOL. He's going to cook it. He's going to cook it. Yeah. He, in his mind, cooking it kills anything that might have been growing or crawling or not that he thinks I don't know what's in his mind maybe a month is not too long I I, I just I got I got a case of the Murphys though when he told me that because it was like I that is Murphy that's a month I wouldn't go that story that would make you shudder well I mean it's you look at the date on the side but once it's been open and it's not vacuum packed anymore and yeah once it's it's been open there's a clock ticking oh yeah 
Well, it is, and even if that, even if it smells okay after that, I can't. I, there's a clock that's ticking. It's a little mental. But you know what? I mean, this is. I I hope everything's okay. I would hate to see that be the way that Christmas dinner ends for everybody. You know, but, but yeah, because that makes a rough weekend. <laughs> the truth of the matter is this. Hey, I, I've already I, mentioned it. I mentioned it. I I and I I didn't want to be one of those. Hey, dude, I get rid of it. I just was like. Yeah. Mm, okay. This is what I would do. This is what my thought is. Yeah. But you know it, what? It's your meat and your in-laws. Why don't you surprise him with a pack of sausage? You know, and tell him, here, use no, this. No, it, no. Really? We've already oh, given the war- the I caution can't. warning. Nope. Sammy is how old? Thirty-three. Yes. See, it's Mr. Safety. I. Yeah, he's no, thirty-three years old, and he said mm. he sent LOL. He knows it's weird. Oh, maybe he was just joking, Sammy. No, no. he's not. That meant I, I think that meets rancid. Ha ha. LOL. Okay, go ahead. Had a lot of fun this week hearing uh, about your favorite Christmas songs. You can still share them with us. I, it is tough for me to come up with one, though. It's tough for anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, it just, I don't know that it's actually possible for me to pick one. But there is one that's always part of my playlist, personal playlist, every single year. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, it's, it's one of my favorite R&B Christmas songs by Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. Just a, to me, it's a it's a special feeling all of its own. I know it Sam, is. you when you grew up, it was Jackson Five, mm-hmm. you know, in, in your house, and so you have all these different genres and eras of music. And to me, that the Motown Christmas albums, honestly, mm-hmm. are they're really some yeah. of the the they best are, of all time. And they just yeah. don't get as much. I don't know. To me, as much classic appreciation as you know the bings and the franks and the nat king cole they should they are Mm -hmm. super special